How's it going? We're back for week three of Tales from the Pond, and I think you're really going to like this one. It's uh, it's going to be a lot of good quality scoring, if you know what I mean. With me today, I have Cameron Reeser, who's back in the series after a long summer. Cameron, welcome back. Oh my goodness, it's good to be back. I missed you, people. I missed you. <laughs> Glad to be back, man. Uh. It's been a great summer, but it's time to get back to work. <laughs> it's time to get into OHL hockey officially. <laughs> it's time to stop slacking off. Time to stop sleeping. <laughs> I'm going to wake up and go to work. <laughs> Anyways, all right, well, let me tell you. You might want to sit back, relax, get some popcorn. This is going to be a good tale. I think you're going to like it. Yep. It all starts at Paramount Fine Foods Center, 7 p.m. on a Friday night. The Hamilton Bulldogs rolled into town after having a 1-3 record, looking to extend their record to 2-3, and three, and it actually get a win. Right off the face-off, the Steelheads were looking well-structured. There was a bunch of physicality. And, well, against the division rival team, looked pretty good. Yeah, definitely. They definitely did. You know, they still need to work on some things. But they look, they look pretty good. Absolutely. You know, there were some early penalties in the game. Uh, Duncan Penman took an early interference call. There were a couple of great saves by Kai Edmonds, I thought. And Roy also made a, a few great saves, which that's what you can expect. That's what all you can really ask for is the fact that these guys made some amazing saves, especially after Kai Edmonds perhaps wasn't playing the absolute best that he could play. This week... This weekend, he just, had to, he just really had to get into the swing of things. I mean, that's what I was saying. It was a long summer. You, you, you had the rust, but I guess he 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 he's kind of back to his old self again. I feel like he's shaked off the cobwebs and he's back to his old self. That he's back yeah, he's to the almost, old bully that we've seen on. Uh, Barry. Yeah, it's almost like he found his game in these two games. I think he performed really well. But, you know, he made a few clutch saves, uh, sliding dives against Daiko, you name it, and he did it. So very impressed with the first period. There were some saves there. Both teams took penalties but couldn't convert on their chances. So it was just back and forth penalties. But there would be no scoring in the first period. Uh, a few great shots came up by the rookies. Ethan Del Mastro made a great pass to Ula Bjorkvik home, but again, couldn't convert on the chance. It, it, he's just been impressing me this year. He really has, especially with oh. you know his shot blocking abilities. The guy can move the puck, and God, the guy's been the guy's been absolutely playing absolutely great, playing amazing First season for his, as well. Yeah, for First his rookie season. season. Well for both of Exactly, and they've been, they've both been playing very solid, and I, that's what I like to see. Ethan Del Mastro is growing out very well in in terms of uh, offensively, and then Bjorkby Holmes has been doing a great job defensively on his side of the game. You know, he's been out there blocking a lot of yeah, shots. He's made some great passes. That's what you can see in a defensive defenseman. That would be yeah. the end of the period. So not much really. There are some penalties, some physicality going on. Great scoring chances. No scoring in the first. Second period would begin with Kai Edmonds making yet another great 
save on Tag Bertuzzi. And this is exactly what I'm talking about when I said that Kai Edmonds has finally found his game in Mississauga. The first few yeah. games, he struggled a little Absolutely. bit, especially, I thought, with five-hole goals. Yeah, but, definitely. Yeah, yeah. He he's been he's made he made a lot of big saves, especially in this period. I mean, I thought that you know he made the most amount of saves going into those final minutes of the first and into the first and first few minutes of the second. And there's not really much to say other than he played been amazing. Yeah. So that was great. Harley would get it wrapped on the tenth, but Roy would save it. Of course, it almost went in. It was. Just a great shot by Harley and a great save by Roy. Max Dottig would have a perfect shot that just missed the goal line by about an inch. And that was one of those goals that he almost got it. But if it did if it didn't bounce right off the goal line and go right out, yeah, that would have been a nice goal. Absolutely. It would have been a nice goal. Yeah. So Cameron. Yeah. Okay, take it from the okay, so Cameron, first goal. First goal of the game. First goal of the game would come from James Hardy, who Received a beautiful pass from Richard Whitaker, and it was a it was a nice backhand cross crease, and James Hardy absolutely just banged it into the open net. It was a beautiful, beautiful play. I saw that Richard Whitaker made a beautiful backhand pass to James Hardy, who absolutely just sniped it into the open cage. And there you go. That's your one nothing goal. Tyler, what did you think of the goal? Right off of that, I noticed that Richard Whitaker made a huge play, and that's something that you don't see every day. He never lost the puck. He's got tremendous puck protection skills that I think a lot of players don't yeah. have. And on top of that, he made a perfect pass to James Hardy, who was in a great spot oh, to yeah. bury that goal. That was something that I even was in awe about. That was all Whitaker on that one, and I think it was a great play by him and a great great shot by James Hardy. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, moving on here, Tyler. So uh, Nicholas Isaacson had a perfect chance for a one-timer, but it was uh, absolutely gloved by uh, Zachary Roy. Steelhead would strike again, though. Whitaker banged puck into the net after an amazing pass from James Hardy. Had an absolutely excellent game uh, in this game against the uh, Hamilton Bulldogs. And Richard Whitaker and James Hardy look like they have an excellent chemistry with one another. What do you think, Tyler? Oh, Cameron, it's it's just like you said, the chemistry is there with that line. I think that those guys really were able to feed each other easily in this game. And what I saw from James Hardy, again, is that thousand-foot shot that we're used to seeing. He's got a tremendous shot. And he can also make great passes from tough areas as well. And that was one of those plays. Yeah. James Hardy, hands down. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna be bold here. He could potentially go in the second round. I would 100 percent agree with you. He's he's a really he's an overlooked prospect who I think a lot of teams should be keeping an eye on. Yes, you've got players around the world, like players like uh Tony Estranges, there's players like uh, Casper Simon Taival, who's playing for Tapara right now in the Liga. You've got players. There's just so many players that I can name. But, you know what I mean? It's just, they, they have to look at this player. They have to look at James Hardy. You have to think, wow, why didn't I really look at this guy earlier? You know? Again, it's like you said last year with in, in terms of dark horse prospects. I think James Hardy is going to be one of those one of those dark horses. 
So he could definitely I be one of those guys. I disagree with you on that. He's, he's been absolutely stellar so far at the start of the season for the Trout. Anyways, um, so after that, Hamilton Bulldogs defenseman Cade Landry is uh, trying to make a play off the boards and lost his footing, losing the puck. Whitaker picks up the puck and feeds a wide-open Kean Washkirk, who I've been very high on as well. Just got drafted by the St. Louis Blues. Sky's the limit for him. I think he was an absolute steal in the draft. Tyler knows this. And he absolutely just wires it top corner. Three nothing steelheads. Tyler, what did you think? I have to say that was probably the goal of the game for me. Because the way that Landry was trying to play it, he he lost his footing. That was unfortunate. But Whitaker just, he made the perfect pass. Right place, right time. Washcrack was right there and shot it beautifully. No hesitation, just wired it right on goal. And that's exactly what you want to see out of him. You know, the Blues fans should really be watching him very closely. I think he's a very good player, very underrated. And he's he's just got, again, a sharp shot. That's something you really want to watch. So that was a great play. I thought it was just amazing. Three nothing steelheads. A little bit later on, Kai Edmonds flashes the leather on Winterton after a breakaway. And he would continue to have a clutch period. But after that, Thomas Harley would get a rebound. A, just an absolutely mwah, juicy rebound to make it four nothing steelheads with two minutes and 30 seconds left to go. Yeah, That was awesome. And see Thomas. Anytime you see Thomas Harley on the ice, is exciting to oh, watch. Him. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I w- I remember watching Thomas Harley. I remember watching Thomas Harley in his first season with the Fish, and he he looked he looked very very promising. And I think a lot of teams really missed out on Thomas Harley. I I had him initially going top fifteen. But he fell a little bit, and I think a lot of a lot of teams GMs should be absolutely kicking themselves right now. Dallas has got a great defenseman for the future, and that play and that goal was absolutely perfect. Thomas Harley there at the right time and on the rebound. I think the uh, I think the Stars got definitely a great pick here. It's, I'm I'm gonna say what uh, I'm gonna agree with what James Richmond actually said last last week that. He thinks that Thomas Harley would be a top four defenseman in the National Hockey League. I will agree with that. He definitely has the potential to be. And seeing goals like that being scored, and every time he steps on the ice, there's that hype. You know, like, it's, oh my God, there's Thomas Harley on the ice. He's going to make another terrific play. And you're let's just say this, you're never in, exactly. never disappointed. He never failed to deliver. So he made a great play there. Perfect. Seconds into the third period, Liam Ham scored it to put the trout up five to nothing. Less than a minute later, Arthur Kaliev comes right back and makes it five-one. So that was a little bit back and forth. I love Liam Ham. He is just one of the greatest players on that team right now. Yeah. Great choice to make Liam him the captain. Ham. Liam Ham. Liam Ham, absolutely amazing. Love his play and style. He's and Arthur Kaliev. Uh, let me talk about Arthur yeah. Kaliev for just a second. I think a lot of I, a lot of teams, uh, I, I, I'm going to say the same thing like I did for Thomas Harley. A lot of GMs should be absolutely kicking themselves right now. Kicking themselves. 
why would you pass up on a Russian-American sniper who can absolutely put the puck into the back of the net whenever the heck he pleases? He is an absolute monster. That's all I got to say about that. A little bit after that, Yan Yenik banks it home with 12 minutes left. Makes it 5-2 to two for the Logs. Of course, it wasn't really anything too fancy. It was just a shot that went in. It was. It looked nice at the time. But then this is the important thing. We have a first OHL goal here, Cameron. A minute and 46 left on the clock. Nicholas Kanati strips the puck off of the Bulldogs and sends it right to Max Dottig, who gets it right on the goal line for his first career OHL goal. Congratulations. I don't know. I've never really seen him play. But... I hope he has a really good season because I'd really like to see him maybe move into the second round. Yes. Yes, he's he's a definitely a good centerman. He's definitely a good centerman so far from what I've seen. Okay. So, yeah, I think he could, honestly, if he has a really good year this year and really puts up a Seven. lot of points and stays consistent, I think he could probably be maybe a second-round pick after this year for 2021 and then the next year is his draft year and if he has a stellar year then and and so, yeah then your final score was six to two in favor of the trout it was a really good game all in all tyler it was a very entertaining game it really was i think at times the steelheads really kind of strived in the offensive zone they didn't give up the puck a whole lot they made very few mistakes whenever they did and they kept scoring at a minimum against them. So that was very good. I thought Kai Edmonds had an amazing performance. James Hardy, once again, lighting the lamp. And Richard Whitaker just making great plays as per Richard usual. Richard Whitaker was definitely the player of the game for the Hamilton game. He was absolutely all over the place. Three-point night for him as well. Can't go wrong with that. Absolutely. Now let's get into the game. On Sunday afternoon against the Windsor Spitfires, and one of the uh, one of the tallest <laughs> players in the league right now. I think you know who I'm talking about. Curtis Douglas. Let's get on to the Sunday game. First period, both teams started strong. Luca Del Belblues would, however, take an early penalty for, for checking from behind. The Spitz would go on an early power play. Tyler Angle would get a beautiful pass from Ruben Rafkin, putting Windsor up. One nothing. Yeah, that was a bad way to start off the game. Not a very good penalty for uh, Del Bell Belus, and uh, it's just it's just unfortunate. Angle had a Angle had a Angle had a great shot, and nobody was there covering him, and just wide open slot, and he just puts it home. And but but uh, you know the fish need to stay out of the box early and. They have to avoid those early penalties for if they're going to really do good at the start of the season. They really have to stop taking penalties at the start of the season because it's going to kill them in the long run. I agree. That's what I've been seeing throughout, uh, throughout the course of the first few games here is that those early goals that they're getting scored against them are really kind of dragging them down. Yeah. This game, however, they didn't let the, it bother them at all, and they just kind of motored on through it. And playing against a very physical Windsor team, yeah. they somehow outmuscled the the Spitfires by quite a bit. You know, Kanadi's out there hitting like he's seven feet tall. The guy is not afraid to get hits in. 
And it's no secret that he's been playing very physical, and that's what I like to see from these guys. So first period was very, very, very physical for both sides. I thought it was very well done by the Steelheads. They just got a lot of offensive chances and made a lot of good defensive plays as well. Yeah. Amazing. So a short while later, Thomas Harley, we get a turnover from the Spitfires, causing him to go on a breakaway, and he would fire a beautiful wrist rocket to tie the game at one apiece. Wow. Wasn't that a goal wow. again by Thomas Absolutely Harley. wow. Thomas Harley continues to absolutely blow everybody's expectations. And just, he's an absolutely amazing, 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 amazing player. It's just, whenever, you can't leave Thomas Harley, you can't give Thomas Harley a breakaway because you already know what the outcome is going to be. Harley, again, is one of those players who got a bullet-type shot. You know, he, he takes a wrist shot or a slap shot. You can almost see the flames coming off of it. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's got such a hot <laughs> shot. No pun intended there, but just, it's crazy. It's crazy how powerful his shot is. So that was a great goal by him. Later but on in yeah. the period, the Steelheads would turn it over, and they would cough up the puck for McDonald, who has a breakaway. Spitfires go up 2-1. to one. Ugh. You know, it, it, it's it's pretty much a whole new team. They lost a lot of overagers, and they have to get used to how the new guys play. And you know, it was a, I guess it, that's what happened here. It was a kind of a slap on the wrist for the defense too, because they just kind of they couldn't get there in time, right? And he went right on the breakaway, just rifled that shot. Yeah. And you know, that's again goals that you don't want to see let up, but it does happen. So. And, uh, yeah. you know, luckily they would get the game back. Less than a minute into the second, Tyler. James Hardy took a pass from Cole Schwint. And he absolutely, and he, uh, and he just puts it into the back of the net. 2-2. Again, this shows how good James Hardy's shot really is, Tyler. And just found the perfect angle and just wired it past uh, Kari Pironen. Piernan's also a really good goalie as well. You, you can't really take nothing away from him. And he, he's, he, he's been really saving Windsor some games. Windsor's just that team, type of team, that they... I just don't see them doing good. But Will yeah, be. I, they, they will be good in the near future, but I think, you know, they've got a lot of work to do. Meanwhile, with James Hardy, again, he's showing that offensive display what he can really do and i think he's really trying to prove himself now this was just a great goal so that he's just he's such a great <laughs> such a great player and just an even greater person windsor would then take a two many men penalty and that was a bad uh that was a bad that was a bad thing to do because cole schwint fires one and they score Three to two in favor of the fish, and they get the lead for the first time in the game. What did you think of that goal, Tyler? You know what? That put a smile on my face when when Cole Schwint just absolutely ripped it. There was no better feeling than yeah. seeing that happen, especially with it because we've seen Schwint score so many great goals already this yeah. season. He's had a couple of tough angles, one against Oshawa. Uh, the other one against Hamilton the other night when he got a crazy angle off of Thomas Harley's pass. And that was just, a, it was a great goal. 
Yeah. So I absolutely love to see that one. That was just amazing. Cool. And yeah. Uh, Absolutely amazing. And then a little bit later on, Aiden Pruder would take another penalty, this time for hooking, wins, sending Windsor to the yet another power play in which Igor Afanasev would capitalize and tie the game once more. Uh, he's such a great player as well. He is. There's a, there's a lot of great players. prospect as well. By the way, we're going to be doing our uh, way too early draft rankings at some point, so keep in uh, keep. In tune with our social media for that. 2020 edition. 2020 edition. Keep tuned to our social media for that. But until then, yeah, that was uh, that was the goal and, that I thought was really nice. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. Leave a like. Comment. All that stuff. Because we're going to be throwing out videos like this every, like, every single week, Tyler. Every single week. Was it Cameron? What was your opinion on that goal? Uh... Igor Vanaseev, absolutely, just absolutely wires one on the power play. And w Windsor's power play is pretty, pretty, pretty killer. They've been, they, their power play's been good for years. I remember when they had players like Koklet, Alexander Koklachev, Logan uh, Brown, Ryan Ellis, Ryan Ellis, Logan Brown, you know, just. All these players again, Windsor's Windsor, Adam Henrique, exactly, and the late great Mickey Renell. Mickey, rest in peace, buddy. But, anyways, yeah, they've always um, been that. Go ahead, Tyler. they've always been a physical team and they've had very good power plays throughout the years. We've seen Memorial Cup teams, uh, we've seen teams who have made it to the OHL finals, and yet again, they've been again, yeah. they've maintained that physicality over the last few years that we've seen now. With that being said, speaking of physicality, this would be the last goal of the game. Igor Afanasev would take a tripping penalty, and James Hardy, once again, would snipe a goal to make it 4-3 with just over 11 minutes left to go in the game. Yep, and that would that be your final score, 4-3. 4-3. That would be your final score, 4-3. It was a very good game. Very good game. Very entertaining. You know what that brings us to next? It is our first edition. One that we've been waiting for for the whole week. It is our first edition, Tyler. Oh. First edition of this. It is the Pushot Weekly Player Spotlight. And Tyler, who does it go to this week? I have to say this. Deservedly so, after having four points in the last two games, our first player ever on the Pushot Weekly Player Spotlight goes to James Hardy. Again, I will say this as many times as I need to do. He is something special. He's got a combination of speed, superhuman shooting, amazing puck skills, very, very, very underrated. And I think he should be on a lot of teams' NHL radars coming up for the draft in June. So congratulations to James Hardy, who makes the first ever Pro Shot Weekly Player Spotlight. Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations, James. Congratulations. So that was week three. Hope you enjoyed it. Coming up in week four, the boys are in Ottawa Friday night to take on the 67s. And then they're at home again on Sunday afternoon to take on the Sudbury Wolves and Quinton Byfield. That is sure to be an entertaining matchup. Really looking forward to both games. If you guys can get down and watch it on Sunday, absolutely recommend that for sure. So, once again, tremendous week for the Steelheads. Going 2-0 in October, really tremendous results. 
great plays yeah all around this has been tales from the pond week three we will see you in the next one thank you for watching if you haven't already please click subscribe if you like the video give it a big thumbs up maybe share it with your friends and don't forget to follow us on social media our twitter instagram and and uh, facebook will be linked in the description we will see you guys later guys in the next one